Ha ha, here we are. It's time. Whew. I am ready. I am awake. Got some coffee. Of course, I yawn as I say I'm awake. That doesn't inspire much confidence in the statement. But it's true. I am. Woke up before my alarm. Never happens. Well, it's time. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. My name's Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee, which I just dripped on myself. So good. Well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Um, yesterday was not the day I wanted it to be. So we recorded two episodes, or so we were going to record two episodes. The episode in the middle of the day had some technical challenges. Unfortunately, not on my end, on the guest's end. It remains to see whether or not we will um, be able to use what we have, because if we use what we have, it's going to require some re-recording on some elements. Either I have to do that or they have to do that. And then with like an hour to spare, the prominent guest yesterday evening canceled, wants to reschedule, doesn't understand how it works. <sighs> you ever have one of those days where it just, it just doesn't happen? That was yesterday. I got some decent work done, not great work done. Wanted more work done, but um, pretty much anything will be a more productive day than yesterday. Let's put it that way. Uh, it's hard to follow those days. I feel... So here's the thing. We have some rules in place about when I will record. You know, I'm not waking up at four in the morning to record, you know, stuff like that. And this guest was a big enough deal that Leslie checked with me and said, you know, because of this person, I have a time shift. Are you good with recording late? I said, yes. Other than going to an acupuncture appointment in the morning, I didn't leave the house. I felt really restless. And by the time this came out, that the recording wasn't happening. I was just, I was so irritated that I didn't want to leave the house. But at the same time, I did. I wanted... What I probably should have done is said, screw it, and gone to the gym and run on the treadmill or something just to get out of here and move. But I was irritated. I didn't want to be around people. And that's my own fault, and I get that. And so now I'm feeling restless today. I'm gonna have to do something active. Yeah. But let's talk about today. Let's put that aside. Let's let go of the yesterday that didn't go the way we wanted it to. Today, client meeting, coaching CrossFit, doing the books. Maybe you get a good workout in on my own. Ooh. 
It's gonna be a busy day. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna be at my desk. I'm, I'm gonna plow through my morning work, knock it out quick. Get it done. Yeah, there are days where I just, I just want to sit and kind of mope at my own lack of productivity or lack of being effective. Feel sorry for myself, but that's just, that's silly. I have an instinct to do that, but I really don't want to do that. Well, there's questions. Let's look at the questions. What do you think of cool sculpting? So I, I did a quick check on this before the show, uh, just to make sure that I was gonna talk about the right thing. Cool sculpting is this technique where they freeze fat cells in your body and they die and body purges them. Um, what do I think of it? It's a terrible idea. So we all seem to be under this impression, or I shouldn't say all, many people seem to be under the impression that fat cells are useless, that they do nothing, that they just hang out and they're there to be inconvenient and to look bad. Not true. Your body stores fat for reasons. Your body uses fat cells for more than just storing calories, like they are functional. And the idea of removing parts of your body or killing off parts of your body violates one of my personal rules, which is this idea that we cannot outscience nature. The idea that we can apply scientific techniques to counteract the effects of nature. Nature said those fat cells should be there. I agree, they should be there. We are part of, a, of an ecosystem broadly, but our body could also be thought of as its own ecosystem. And to remove certain parts of it is asking for trouble. What else do I want to say on this? Don't do it. Um, if you want a healthier, smarter way of addressing body fat. It's making sure that you're moving adequately, starting a resistance training, a weight training program, and eating better quality food. Just by eating better quality food, you're going to eat less food. I don't even have to tell you to eat less food, eat better quality food. Avoid the soda, avoid the chips, avoid the prepackaged stuff. You know my go-to? My go-to, I can barely eat this whole thing, but it's not a ton of calories, healthy food, meal. A bag of mixed frozen, frozen vegetables. Two to three eggs. I heat up the vegetables in a pan. Once they're warm, once all, most of the water is cooked off or, you know, it's thawed enough that I can drain it off. I throw in the eggs, scramble them up with it, and then throw 
something in with it, some kind of sauce. Could be some hot sauce, could be, um, you know, some manner of Asian food, Thai food, Chinese food sauce. Doesn't add a ton of calories, tastes really good, ready in like 15 minutes. Cheap. I mean, what else do you want? I can eat, I mean, it makes a bowl, it makes a big bowl of food. It takes time. It took, you know, when, when you talk, when I talk to people who are looking to lose weight, you know, they want to lose the weight fast, but it took a long time to put the weight on. It takes time to lose weight. It takes time to change your body composition. These are, it's all there for a reason. So, um, yeah, don't get cold sculpted. Have you ever used the Total Gym advertised by Chuck Norris via infomercial? I have not. Um, I've used other things like it. I've certainly used a, a fair number of resistance training machines. It blows me away that the Total Gym is still around, that it's still a thing, and that we know Chuck Norris and, uh, who's the other one? Christy Brinkley? For promoting it? It's not a bad machine. I mean, what's the best workout? The one that you're going to do. I don't know how many people have a total gym and it sits in the corner or is that, isn't that one of the ones that'll fit under the bed? If it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, find something else. We all need some form of exercise in addition to movement. And for a lot of us, that's martial arts. But for a lot of us, martial arts is really, it's movement. It's not exercise. Um, you know, your heart rate needs to get up. You need to do challenging things. Not just with, with technique in your mind, but physically challenging things as part of your exercise routine. I have finished my draft of the um, at-home strength program that we'll be rolling out, and I just need to compare notes with Justin, which we're doing on Friday, and then uh, we will have to take those concepts and the workouts and everything that we've built, put them into sheets and, and easily approachable information, get some other people to review it, and uh, then it'll be, it'll be ready. I don't know what it's going to sell for, but it's not going to be much. It's going to be a one-time fee. I'm expecting at this point $25 to $50, somewhere in that range. But we'll see what people think it's worth and go from there. If you want to have easy at home, the easiest thing you can do if you really want to buy something, I mean, there's a reason that to my knowledge, nobody's put out a equipment-free strength training program like we're trying to do. It's hard. It is really hard to, to do this. Uh, it requires a lot of creativity, and fortunately, because martial artists have some different body movements, there are things that we can work in, and it's worked out. But if you want 
to buy something, if you want to use something, either resistance bands or a set of dumbbells on the, the light to medium side. You can do everything you need with that. Um, you can only progress so far. I mean, there's, there's time when you need more or you would benefit from more or it would be more efficient with more equipment. But the two things that you really need are the time and the motivation. What do you think of intermittent fasting? Is it okay for diabetics? Intermittent fasting is the idea that your meals come in a fixed window. So most people who are doing intermittent fasting are on uh, a 16-8 protocol. They don't eat for 16 hours, they eat for eight. Now it's pretty easy to do this. And in fact, a lot of people who don't even label it this are doing this. Most of us sleep roughly eight hours. And then if you don't eat four hours on either end of sleeping, you get your meals within eight hours. You can have three meals. So if you eat between, let's say, 10 and 6, have breakfast at 10, have dinner at 6, and have lunch at 2, it's not that big of a deal. What different people have different um, speculations as to why this is working for some. For some people, it just gets them to avoid snacks. For others, it gets them to think more intentionally about when they're going to eat, and thus they're thinking about what they'll eat, when, and they're making better choices. Um, some people take it further, and they'll eat everything in a six-hour window or a four-hour window. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. So any advice I give on anything is completely unqualified according to the law, and so you should never listen to anything I say on these subjects. However, if you have a bad relationship with food, and most people who are looking to change the way they're eating, it's because they have correlated a bad relationship with food to something else. Again, it's January. Most people, when they talk about health and fitness goals, it's around changing the way their body looks or losing weight or something like that. If you're trying to lose weight, it's probably because you have a bad relationship with food. That just seems to be a, a majority of people. Constricting when you eat could be effective. It could also be really ineffective because it depends on how it impacts your relationship with food. If you start gorging the moment it turns, you know, whatever that minute is, that it's time to eat, that's going to reinforce a bad relationship with food. But if it gets you to plan better, if, you, if it gets you to realize, you know what, I really do eat a lot of calories the hour before I go to bed with calories I don't need. Well, then maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a good 
impact on your relationship with food. I sort of do this, and I have done this before. I have done intermittent fasting. What I have found is a better compromise for me is my breakfast is, so here's what I do. I'll, I'll go through it in almost detail. I have my first cup of coffee while I talk to all of you. When I'm done, I make a second cup of coffee and then it gets a couple hundred calories of butter or coconut oil, MCT oil, things like that. That's my breakfast. This, this bulletproof coffee, you can look up information on that. So that's at, what, seven, somewhere between seven and 7.30. And then I will wait until I am starting to feel hungry which could be anywhere from nine to 11. And then I'll have a protein shake. You know, and this is a couple hundred calories and it's more about getting protein in. I have found that by starting my day with fat, it has a dramatic impact on what I eat, when I eat and how often I eat. And that's why that's important. It's not because it, um, of anything I've read, it's not because of avoiding calories. I'm not trying to avoid calories, it's just, by prioritizing fat first thing in the day, it seems to make an impact for me. How do I know that? I experiment. I'm constantly adjusting and changing things and seeing what works. So I'll have that shake. Um, one to two hours later, I'll have lunch. And then at some point in the evening, I'll have dinner. That's it. It's For me, this works. Part of why this works is because I've spent the last few years really prioritizing resistance training, building my metabolism, and just kind of keeping that engine going. Now, the second part of the question is intermittent fasting safe for diabetics? This is where I'm going to say I'm not sure, and there are a lot of specifics that go on here. I am not diabetic. I do have diabetes in my family and I have dealt with hypoglycemia at different points in my life. But as I've gotten older, as I've put on muscle, as I've gotten better about what I eat, when I eat, etc., it has become less of an issue. I did go a little too long on Saturday without eating and it was problematic, but what did I do? I had a little bit of food with me. I had some bars and I had a bar and just kind of sat. And as that hit me, I was much better off. If you're diabetic and you're checking your blood sugar, if you're at that stage, it becomes really easy to figure out if intermittent fasting will work for you because you have numbers to back it up. But if you're not, You likely know what it feels like when your sugar gets low. And start by, so here, here's the thing. I see a lot of diabetics. I don't see a lot of diabetics. I know some diabetics who are really good about their diet. And I know other diabetics who are terrible about their diet. And step one should be better quality food, not worrying about the timing of the food. There are some very interesting studies showing that diabetes, definitely type two, 
even I've read some anecdote about type one that with a proper amount of calories, proper amount of exercise, and a good uh, split of macronutrients, fat, carbs, protein, you can get things under control. Maybe even reduce or eliminate medication. I'm not saying to go out and just do this, but you might want to do some research on your own if this is you. Let's say you are eating good quality food. Let's say you've got that mostly under control and you're interested if intermittent fasting will work. Here's what I would do. What kind of a window are you eating in now? Most of us, it's a 12 hour window. You know, somewhere from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., something like that. Spend a couple weeks being very intentional about that 12 hour window. How does that work? How does that feel? That feels good? Awesome. And then I would start to have dinner a little earlier. Can you get that 12 hour window down to 11 or 10 hours? Why dinner, not breakfast? Because it's going to be, because the biological processes that occur in your body while you are sleeping are different than while you're awake. And it feels to me like it would be less risky, less impactful to change the end of the day after you've eaten, before bed, right? Than the beginning of the day. Now, I might be completely wrong. It might be the opposite. It might be better to limit in the morning. But you know you and you know your body. And the number one thing you can do is keep a log, keep track. What, what are you doing? What's the impact? And see if you can dial in on something. I'm sure there's some... There are resources out there. I'm sure there are people saying intermittent fasting solves diabetes. And then on the other end, intermittent fasting is the worst thing in the world for diabetics. Maybe you've got, um, maybe you've got a, a doctor that you're working with to keep yours in check. And maybe they have some ideas. You know, I don't, it's not something I've dealt with personally and I don't coach people on nutrition. So I, I can't offer anything other than speculation. All right, yeah, that's it for the questions. Great questions, I love questions. Ask me questions, drop them below. Let's see if we can get three people asking questions for tomorrow, that would be a nice goal for Thursday. Homework coming at you in a minute. Don't forget we do the show every weekday, 6.30 Eastern here on YouTube. So subscribe and turn on notifications so you know about this and all the other content that we make. If you want to ask a question, like I said, drop it below. And if you want to email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. If you want to support our Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. And if you do, you get exclusive content that other people do not get because we want to reward those who are supporting us. If you want to check out everything that we're making, go to whistlekick.com. I, I think we're up to like seven or eight new pieces of apparel just this year. I've been shifting into a different set up so go check it out because every piece of apparel every item we make goes away it retires and we've got the date right there so you'll know how long you have to get it okay homework i just want you to be aware of what you're eating and when you're eating 
and why, most importantly, you're eating. Are you eating because you're hungry? Are you eating because it tastes good? Are you eating because you're being social? I'm not gonna say any of those reasons are right or wrong. I just want you to be present enough with your food to know the reason. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you back here tomorrow.